0: Fucking circle jerking. Yeah, no, no, not the circle jerk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I'm about
1: over the age of 50 listening to that band.
0: <laughs> All right. Were...
1: God. What? That band. What? That band. Go for it. No, I was just saying, like, it, that band came here to New Orleans, yeah. And I mean, I'm not a hate on it, but like they came here and it's just like literally, like all the like side dressers I work with over the age of like 45 were like,
0: I'm going, <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, just anybody in New Orleans over the age of 45, I think, was at that that sugar.
0: Love that. And with that, welcome to episode 16. I'm dropping the needle, been <laughs> <I'm, I'm> recording, <laughs> circle jerks. Love that. Uh yeah, so it's your boys, Adam and H, bad artists. Uh, this is Quick Sixers, the Quick Sixer Collective's show about music reviews and pop culture moments. And this particular episode is very interesting. Um, I hope you know, but uh, this yeah we're gonna it's about Bill and Sebastian. Oh, oh, I'll you say the name of the album, man, Adam, because I just fucked it up. This is your picture so, yeah. It's
1: Bell Sebastian's The Life Pursuit. <laughs> yeah,
0: life pursuit. Um, so their seventh studio album, I believe first one. Yeah, let me look. First one recorded in North America. Uh right? Yeah.
1: Is it? Yeah. I didn't know that's that. I think so. Knowledge on me.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at me, look at me but
1: also I think so. yeah, it's with matador is. records too that's what i'm looking at though.
0: yeah they My switch movies. records or record companies i think so i i i read this whole oh, hang on hang thing on it today. says
1: hang on it says it says rough trade this is what it says rough oh. trade records limited under exclusive license to matador records
0: oh, okay. so okay. i think it
1: yeah i think it was they had a few albums before that on rough trade
0: okay and then okay.
1: maybe they switched to matador or vice versa
0: they switched like three or four times um record yeah. labels so maybe i fucked that up maybe it well, wasn't their that first would make one. sense
1: though if it was on matador because matador is us record label and uh yeah rough trades uh i guess uk or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: British label. i feel like i fucked it up though now i'm like tripping um i gotta look this up it's it's really bum me out now I'm like well, did i just like <laughs> drop some bullshit Dude, on we always but... come prepared <laughs> well it's like I, I read it and i was like that's a cool fact i'm gonna throw that out later and now i'm like oh i'm like second guessing myself which is like oh really um uh, <clears throat> yeah no I, you know what fuck it i think i think it's true it's probably not but right in twenty twenty yeah two thousand two they went to, rough trade the first album rough trade dear uh, yep uh fuck i like trying to find the I'm like, <laughs> so fucking fast like it's like my eyes are broken right now like, you have no idea Dude, just just go to the discography I'm doing that trying. album does it oh shit oh. No, I can't do it. I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, dude, I think it's right. I think I was the first one recorded in the US. Yeah, that makes I sense. That would so. make
1: sense. Oh god. That would make sense. Yeah. Cuz we have Mat- I guess some out-of-door <sighs> records. But...
0: Yeah. Oh man. that just freaked me out. Oh god. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, the life pursuit uh, came out February sixth, two thousand six. Recorded in two thousand five at the Sound Factory in Los Angeles. Sound Factory. There's a good documentary about it. I think on HBO, probably on Prime Video. It's I don't know. It's it's pretty cool. Um, I believe it? a lot like Nirvana recorded there. A whole bunch of shit. It, the, I yeah. think the, the whole documentary may have been produced by Dave Grohl. Oh really. Uh, yeah, yeah
1: th- I, that does sound familiar, yeah.
0: Cause I believe he bought they were like they ran out of money at the place and like he bought they like revived it. No, he bought the shit that was in it. Like he uh, he moved like gotcha. the soundboard or whatever studio. to yeah, his house or whatever. Oh gotcha. Um, um pretty crazy. This is no. Oh. I didn't realize that these people on the cover of the album are Doesn't look like they are band members. That's cool. Um, If you look at the Wikipedia for this particular album, there's not shit on it. Okay. It's kind of interesting, but I, all right. So we talked about this for a second, but it's not their first album. It's their seventh album. It's also their most successful album ever. And I think arguably what probably put it, in the brains of our generation because like the they they popped off in the in the mid 90s but like yeah. that was probably too, a little too young for this genre for well, us
1: i'll put it this well i'll put it this way too because like i put this along the lines of modest mouse like these are two bands that <clears throat> yeah they had success in the 90s but they were still indie and then you know I guess like it was the precursor of what india is today but mm-hmm. like they were so when mtv uh came out they had it you know mtv2 eventually and that's what it's you know i was reading that i guess this um a couple of songs or maybe one of the songs from this album was featured on mtv2 mm-hmm. so and mm-hmm. like, like minus Mouse's float on was so successful too that was kind of like an indie album that you know this breakthrough thing mm-hmm. so i feel like mm-hmm. they were like two bands that had albums in the 90s that now were Getting more success in the you know early two thousands.
0: Oh, it's so funny. This you're talking about MTV Two. This Wikipedia literally says. Furthermore, yeah. we are the Sleepy Heads was used in MTV Two advert. So it was in an ad yeah. on MTV Two. Yeah, that's yeah yeah that's what I was saying. Yeah. <clears throat> so, speaking of this being an indie pop record is what they call it. I felt like I needed an. <laughs> something something bright and bubbly for this like i told you for um for my birthday this year we did a big beer tasting so i have i probably literally have like a hundred beers in my closet okay yeah. so many ridiculous this one um just chilling in dry storage no nah, bro they're out well they're outside they're kind of chilled um yeah <laughs> yeah, but anyways, so I think I I don't know if I'm who I'm crediting this one with, but shout out to um Mount Julia Beer Company because this might be a beer that they gave me for this. This is the Mill Creek Brewing Company Peach Darlin Goodness. I haven't had this so this is a live you're gonna see if, if it's shitty, you're gonna see sorry, Mill Creek uh 4.5 it says established 2014. this is a local beer for me apparently. But uh, no, Nolansville you at Tennessee, so not really local, but whatever. It's from where Tennessee? No one'sville It's like a
1: uh, oh yeah, that is. place outside
0: that is. of Nashville. So it says peachy wheat on the side. Ooh, Ooh. peachy, pretty peachy. You know what I'm saying? What would imagine? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty peachy. Quite a uh, light looking beer. So yeah. Shout out Mill Creek. Uh, peachy whatever the fuck. Peachy. Darling. <laughs> Smells peachy bro. I'm not a big fan of peaches either. So,
1: Really? They're okay. Uh-huh. It's okay every once in a while. Yeah, it's like... But a peach weed, which seems like too much.
0: Oh, pretty refreshing, honestly. 4.5. I'll probably give this like a 3.75 or 4, on on tap. Nice. <clears throat> but anyway, back to the subject. Yeah. Uh, this album came out when, in our last semester of high school and what's charts for me honestly because uh, i remember i i think you know i wasn't i was telling you earlier i think dill might have found this found this and listened to it but i don't know where it came from it might have came from same shit mtv2 or whatever
1: yeah and what uh, it probably is in our, in our subliminal
0: <laughs> yeah it was it was there you know what i mean yeah. one way or another this album got my hands and I remember listening to it on a ride home all the time from high school. Yeah. And uh, there's like the single off of it. Funny. Well, there's two singles, but the main single, Funny Little Frog, is is such a poppy song. Like gets in your head. Yeah. And I feel like it was like it was kind of a soundtrack for a few months for maybe both of us. Yeah, that's you what said I was or, to say. I think yeah
1: yeah you're the one i feel like the first time i heard it was like riding around with you mm-hmm. like you said i think it was like kind of like an you know an album that we did listen to and it but that's one thing you bring up a good point too it's an album that we listen to but listen to the whole way through i mean this thing about this album is you can listen to it every song is good mm-hmm. there's no skippable song on here
0: no it's all good <clears throat> i like it all it's i'm trying to listen it's to 16
1: 16 tracks
0: right yeah that's pretty fucking long it's 15, almost an hour it's a yeah, like 52 minutes tracks. or 49 21. Yeah. um this so this also 2009 Pitchfort named album 86 greatest of the 2000s yeah. and uh funny little frog reached it, the top that, 20 yeah. in uk charts in january 2006. it's the band's biggest uh, band's highest charting to date, and the second uh, yeah. single was The Blues Are Still Blue, and it's great too. Um, it peaked yeah. inside the top 40, but um, yeah, dude, this one I don't know. I honestly, it, you're probably right, it's probably some subliminal shit that like was just like playing. and I don't know how it came into. The rotation but it never really left after that so it's like kind yeah. of just like oh shit feel you know I want to do some feel good like it's cool also didn't know this about this band but when you said earlier that they were uh from the uk i was like oh cool it's not it turns out they're they're all scottish which is pretty oh, interesting man,
1: yeah 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 that yeah that is right
0: um yeah that's crazy i was like scottish yeah and i was trying to think of other bands that are scottish and it's like there's a few that are mentioned in their like main uh wikipedia page like um people they've collaborated with like um the dudes from uh snow patrol oh yeah and shit like that and it's like but mainly, it's like this is like probably the, I would say probably the biggest Scottish band I know, for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like just the with this album, I mean that's what is crazy. Like, yeah, we didn't, you know, I mean, like I didn't really know about Bell Sebastian until this this album, you know. Mm-hmm. And then when I talked to a couple other people about like that are big fans of Bell Sebastian, they don't say this album is you know yeah. on their favorites.
0: It's kind of a bummer because like. I...
1: I it's, think it's like to me, it's like their white album, you know. Yeah, every song is fucking good, yeah. Every song is somewhat different, but still ties them together, mm-hmm. you know. And I mean, the songwriting on it is just crazy, too.
0: Yeah, it's pretty nuts. So, um, they're from Glasgow. Uh, a little backstory, I guess. Don Sebastian comes from, um, a Thing called Bell It. I'm not fucking French, so Bell It. Sebastian. It's a 1965 children's book by French writer uh, Cecil Aubrey, later adapted for television. But I guess um, uh, well, it says that um, S- Stewart Murdoch, who is the lead in this band, wrote a short story after reading that and or wrote like a short thing and this is like that's where they got the name for this band which is kind of interesting to me like yeah i don't know man oh uh, yeah so Bell special from a short story murdoch had written inspired by the television adaptation of the french novel and the, it's about a six-year-old boy and his dog named bell in great pyrenees <laughs> if anybody wanted to know <laughs> um this is kind of interesting too june 99 1996 um electric honey pressed 1000 copies of tiger milk which is their first album yeah Uh, and as of 2007 they were valued at 400 euros (laughs) a piece yeah that's it's crazy fucking nuts yeah um but yeah dude i don't know like oh this is also another interesting fact so Stuart Murdoch is the is the dude on this, right? He's mm-hmm. the guy you hear. And um yeah. he excusing um has an interesting um illness called myalgic ensuable. It's called M E for short. Basically, what it is is a chronic fatigue syndrome. So you we, like get so fucking worn out from this, you just like can't do anything, which is like kind of crazy. Yeah, you know, for a musician to have that and to, like just still be working, like to not just completely give up.
1: Well, Anna. Uh, well, yeah, but in that too, like that says something as well because it, uh, like I said, this one, this album is complete. I feel like it's completely different in a way from all the other stuff. It's like more energetic. Mm-hmm. It's more upbeat. It's you know, it's. True essence yeah. of indie pop, or you know, mm-hmm. art pop, or whatever you want to call it.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> Apparently, else, every uh, other
1: album seems like more of like a folk album.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um. So, um, murdoch wrote a song called "Nobody's Empire," which is on their 2022 album. And uh, let me check that. That's the right date uh nope 2015 my bad 2015 album that's uh, called called girls in peacetime want to dance it's pretty cool it's you know did you know when you plug your phone into like a us or like some kind of player and like a song automatically starts playing sometimes yeah if if you didn't have like your music app up Uh that album is the thing that starts playing on my phone so like I've come to not like the album because it, it fucks up my yeah. whole vibe. <laughs> but it's a good album. Yeah. Go you go check yeah. it out. But anyways, Life Pursuit. My favorite, your favorite Bill and Sebastian album. It's yeah. just what what are we what is the standard? I would agree. Well, I was just gonna say I would agree too
1: with pitchfork when they say it's you know the top what would you say 100 or whatever of 20
0: of the early 2000s it's, it's in the top 100 so it's 86 yeah. 86 greatest yeah, of sure. the 2000s i would agree with that 100 percent. it's an album that yeah, i mean, would put in the list if i was making a list of top whatever of shit that i listened to from 2000 to 2010
1: yeah and i'll say there this don't. too like dude to, the songs on this album are pretty interesting too, because, like I said, they're different. You know, they could mm-hmm. be to, you could take a bunch of these different songs and put them on several different playlists.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like Suki mm-hmm. is a kid that likes to hang on the graveyard. You know, like yeah, that, yeah. that song.
0: Yeah, um, that song's great. Yeah, um, By that's actually boy. one of my favorites for sure. Yeah. Um. Oh, so I didn't even notice that so iTunes has two bonus tracks blue eyes of a millionaire and i took a long hard look i didn't realize i yeah. listened to this both of those today Shit. That is- oh, hold on i think there's more i feel like there's like 17 tracks on the itunes one we're gonna have to figure this out in real time also i don't get why this isn't an essential album on apple music for them yeah no yeah it doesn't those, That's what I'm sense. saying. People don't
1: consider it. People don't consider it that. And that, you know.
0: Stupid. It doesn't make any sense yeah. to me. Yeah, no, the no, that's just fifteen. So but it's not the same fifteen, which is interesting. So Yeah, they changed <clears throat> Blue Eyes of a Millionaire is not on here. Hmm. It's meat and potatoes is the song. Oh yeah weird huh that's that's really weird but anyway that version is good as well (laughs) I wonder if it's on like another thing it probably is anyway Bill and Sebastian probably the most artsy looking band I've ever actually been into do you remember that Zach Galafidakis joke about them uh uh <laughs> I
1: have to say,
0: but, it uh, on, uh, it's Purple in Onion? the live
1: live at the yeah Purple Onion you okay. talking about? Do you remember this?
0: I know this stand up, the standup, but I I don't. I uh, don't remember the he's like. I uh, well.
1: To it to appeal to the art kids at Bob Balls, Bill and Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, I do love it. It's just like it's. Dude, it's just a feel good album it's never yeah. it's never off it's the too, yeah. playlist yeah it's very upbeat yeah i like it a lot i really do
1: yeah it's definitely in my essentials
0: but yeah hell yeah um what do you uh you got any i don't know particular favorites off of here
1: i mean every every song really but uh yeah Blues are still blue for sure, and then uh, Price of a Cup of Tea, oh, that's and then Funny Little Frog. Yeah,
0: Funny Little Frog's great. I'm a big fan of Suki That's what,
1: Graveyard. Well, and that's what's interesting, too. Like, We Are Sleepy Heads, that that was used on the MTV2 ad. I see why it was used on an ad, because it's not, you know, it's not one of those stronger songs. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's funny that that would gain them, you know, attention.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Another Sunny Day is really good. Um yeah. and the second half. So if you listen to Act of the Act of the Apostle 2 um mm-hmm. there's a second part of it that I really yeah. like. I like way yeah. more than the it's first just, part. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. I could have kind of split it up, but it's not a terribly long song, so I, I get I get why. Yeah. So but the second half of that song is great. I love it. Sure. It's kind of crazy to me that like, <clears throat> this thing says that uh, Life Pursuit has sold 112,000 units in the US. I feel That's like it crazy. should be more.
1: Yeah, but not really though. I mean, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess I mean, so. You,
1: if you think about units, I mean, because everybody is shit now. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. This is also the time, this is very much a iPod era um yeah. and the year before the iPhone was unveiled so actually the iPhone might have get gotten unveiled later this in this year but man can you imagine like yeah. I wonder you know how Apple always picks like random ass groups to do like a live show at their event like when they're yeah, unveiling yeah. a product i wonder yeah. if they ever would have picked them
1: oh yeah for sure i, I think like they they've done have. something with apple with like apple music recently or like the last few years or like
0: i the feel past like little frog was in something yeah probably i don't know who knows who knows these questions if you know these yeah. questions drop them in the comments yeah, just yeah just do the research because we forgot
1: to yeah <laughs>
0: We didn't even feel like doing it, so whatever. whatever. Yeah, dude, I don't know. This is pretty fucking cool. Oh, that's where I've listened to this. It's kind of interesting. So, no, I didn't listen to it. So we were talking about their If You're Feeling Sinister album, the one, their second one, where people say it's their, their masterpiece. Right, and yeah. apparently, Rolling Stone put it as their four hundred and eighty first out of to- out of five hundred top five hundred albums of all time in twenty twenty. Wow, that's kind of crazy for an indie band.
1: Yeah, like definitely. Well, it was crazy even for the UK charts that you know they hit what top forty or something.
0: Yeah, for the songs yeah no they definitely this it's yeah it's pretty nuts that one's it's 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 an interesting so the reason I bring this up is um if you want to listen to if you want if you if this sounds interesting to you this band go and check out Life Pursuit first I feel like it's the easiest to get into yeah. uh, would you agree on that one
1: yeah for sure yeah
0: and then then branch out because the like you were saying, none of their none of these albums sound the same. None of them. Yeah, like they sound nah. similar. Um, but like I was listening to If You're Feeling Sinister earlier today, mm-hmm. and it sounds nothing like my yeah, pursuit. No. Yeah. And even like, thinking I mean, like about like that's why that, I
1: like this album. It's just I mean, the like I said, the writing itself, you can tell it's like, you know, mm-hmm. there's something going on there. With this yeah. sound than any of the other ones,
0: yeah, hundred percent. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it sounds nothing like their new shit. Uh, which they they just released a new album this year called A Bit of Previous, uh, released in May. Yeah. Go check that one out. They've hosted festivals. Um, they. Oh, this is kind of, they've been nominated for a Mercury prize, which is a huge fucking deal in the UK. Um, for you know, all of our US listeners. That's 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 the biggest deal, like for any UK person. It sets the tone for it, it basically the, the idea of that award is it's the best representation of what music is in the uk at the time so that's kind of a huge deal it wasn't for this album but it's pretty pretty crazy yeah. um yeah man uh it's funny uh this funny little frog hit 65 on the u.s billboard 200 it's their highest oh, charting wow. single ever oh no no yeah. it debuted at number 13 no, that's nuts
1: yeah.
0: And uh, Audrey, can you imagine this show? July 2000, July 6, 2006. And they played the Hollywood Bowl with the LA Philharmonic. And the opening act was The Shins. Oh, wow. That's can funny. you imagine? Yeah. I've been to that place. It's it, cool. 18,000 seats. I've been yeah. to that place. And it does uh, 18,000 people in that place is fucked. Like, Good luck getting into hollywood if that place is (laughs) that sold out okay yeah um but yeah anyways i don't know i don't have much else to say about this besides that it's great should go listen to it um find it if you see it in a store buy it yeah Yeah, support them i guess you'll probably find out that barnes and noble or something yeah, you definitely will. <laughs> you definitely find it in Barnes & Noble. Uh, you know, lately there's been those, like, Target exclusives. You might find the, it there, oh, yeah. who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, go to your local place and support them because they're great. Also, you know, I'm kind of bummed. I told you earlier that they came to the Ryman not that long ago, yeah. like this year. I just don't like seeing shows of the Ryman. I wish they would have been anywhere else.
1: <laughs> but yeah, uh, I mean, I would still go see him. I don't think that's an excuse like, not to see him.
0: Was for me, I don't know.
1: because also, like, I mean, you know, because like, I respect places like that. Like, I get what you're saying. It's like you know, we saw a Beach House at the Warfield here in New Orleans, and it's like. Yeah, it wasn't the best, but it's just like you know the reason they're playing there is the historical significance of it, you know. Oh and yeah, that, and the amount, but in the amount of seats that it is too. They're like an in-between band, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. someone kind of explained that to me. It does make sense. It's like you can't play, you know, like a uh, Bridgestone or something. there, yeah, Bridgestone or like, but even something smaller than that. I don't know, really yeah. smaller than that, but you know what I mean. So it's like
0: you're I not suppose... going
1: to play XM, but you're not going to play, you know?
0: Yeah, so exit XM. Oh. yeah um it just closed like for good good <clears yeah <clears <throat> sucks it's crazy speaking of yeah that's that's kind of a weird i was talking about this with you and with somebody else recently it's just a bummer that you like bands like this they're probably not going to tour as much because there's not as many like clubs and small venues that can host them
1: well Which it's like yeah it's not like, like uh animal collectives talked about it a lot too because they're trying to like reduce their carbon footprint yeah like, so animal collective and panda bear but mm-hmm. they like try to limit this and like they don't go on that many tours because they're like yeah. it's not well and that is not you know economically successful either to like go and you know spend all your money and then the return on it you
0: know not great yeah yeah, yeah. coldplay's doing that too they're like um uh... All of they they do they like hired all these fucking people to make their shows yeah. economically like Carbon worth economy. doing, you know? Yeah, which is pretty cool. I I wish more yeah. huge bands would do that, you know?
1: Yeah, for sure. It sounded like somebody like Taylor Swift.
0: Yeah, it was like fuck it, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like when you, especially Taylor Swift. Actually, I mean, if Cold, I mean, it was Coldplay's one of the biggest bands in the world. So yeah. if they can do it. Yeah, for sure it, you know some example yeah yeah well that's that's why i mean there's there's plenty of reasons why i like them but that's that is like a a newer reason why i like them Like that's pretty yeah. cool yeah like they're doing what they can i feel like they have a good yeah. time i like a good margin there are generations you too but they don't suck Thank you for that. <laughs> I agree. I agree. They don't wear tinted sunglasses everywhere. <laughs> oh shit! We should we should do Joshua Tree one day on this show. Oh god. Yeah. All right. I oh, don't know. It's probably important for like a lot of shit that we actually like. <laughs> yeah. But like, not important. To us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But anyway, yeah. um you got anything else to close this out? No, nah, I, I think we covered it all. I think we did. I think we did. Go and check out Bill and Sebastian um, life pursuit. If you're any way interested, if we sold you on it at all, uh check out where they're touring and go see them tour because like we said earlier earlier, doesn't sound like Stuart Murdoch can tour very often. So um, and if you want to learn more about the illness he has go and check out his wikipedia page there's a link to it um yeah so you know this is yeah a pretty i i don't know this album's sick go check it out yeah busy boys and connection bad artist <laughs> <laughs> about <to> sneak <laughs> i was about to fucking throw up no <laughs> was dropping the needle yeah